no my hearty mic. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. It is wonderful to be with you Friday afternoon. Uh, just traffic uh, here for you. State Highway 2, Rimutaka Hill, strong winds. Strong wind warning is currently in place for the Rimutaka Hill. Please take extra care, especially if you are in a lighter or high sided vehicle or riding. A motorbike. Now, today, yesterday we allocated the whole hour and a quarter of the show to the Prime Minister's decision to step down. But one angle that will surely dominate in time to come was and is how well did Jacinda Ardern lead the country through the pandemic. Uh, we discussed that just after four. And other news, uh, air, water, water, air and land surges continuing for a missing teenager uh, in the water at Opotere Beach, north of Whangamata, and the issue of water safety is as urgent as it ever was. Also today, research uh, in the New Zealand Medical Journal out today, uh, let your teenagers sleep. Start school at 9.45am, sure to broke opinion. As someone said on Facebook, could possibly set them up to fail. As when they leave school and start a full-time job, how hard do they think it would be doing an 8-to-5 job? I'm pretty sure an employer won't let them sleep. So there you go. And a listener got in touch, uh, so I thought I'd forward this on. Can you bake without eggs and for it to be edible? I can't get eggs. What do I do? If you have a baking recipe that does not involve an egg, get in touch with me. I don't think you can. Very dry, very tasteless. I think it cannot be eaten. Am I wrong? Text me 2101, email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Penny Ashton, actor, comedian, playwright, celebrant. Kia ora, Penny. Kia ora, and slam poet. So, nice you, segue. You're many things, aren't you? I am indeed, yes. Uh, also... <laughs> I'm so many things. Some of them people don't like, but never yeah, well, mind. Uh, and someone else who is many things is Mark Sainsbury, broadcaster, MC, former political editor for TVNZ. Kia ora, Mark. Kia ora, but not a slam poet. I mm-hmm. feel inadequate. Oh. Well, have a go. <laughs> Why don't you have a go? Yeah, no. have a go. Right now. Go, go. Roses All right. are red. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's uh, dump in, uh, jump into the uh, Friday mail. There was a volume of feedback about Jacinda Ardern yesterday. Uh, we'll just do a couple more. But first, guess what I got? I've been carrying it with me today because I do carry fan mail with me. It's an actual uh, letter. Yeah, it's an actual letter. Actual letter. So why don't I open it now in front of you, in front of the uh, nation, to see what it uh, Drum roll. See what it says. Uh, and it says, oh, here we go. Uh, it's a card. And it says, Dear Wallace, thank you for having me on the panel to advocate for the continued practice of Christmas card giving. <laughs> so, <laughs> Beautiful so, meta, uh, meta. So, so here is mine. It's probably too much information, but I feel you from years of panel fandom. Uh, thank you for your great entertaining show. What well, is my pleasure? Uh, I feel you. Did they say? I uh, feel I, you. I, I feel I know you. Ah, there we from go. my years of panel fandom. So it's a wonderful card. This person makes her own cards, and the person's name is uh, is it Katie. Katie, kia ora, Katie. Thank you for your uh, listening, and thank you for your. Uh, look at this, a hard copy card. Isn't That's that wonderful? adorable. I've only, I got one Christmas card this year, and it's my friend in the UK who always yeah. does it. So I want more fan mail. Uh, <laughs> uh, write to me. Enough of your Christmas uh, cards. 171 Hobson Street, RNZ Auckland. <laughs> write write uh, to me and tell me how good the show is. Now, um, now Wallace, yeah. if, one, if one arrives with cut-out letters from the newspaper... <laughs> <laughs> 
it's from me, okay? Okay. Uh, now, <laughs> let's <laughs> jump into this. The volume of uh, feedback is about Jacinda Ardern. Let's a couple more. Uh, Barbara says, Jacinda will have considered her decision well. Let's wish her well and get on with the job of replacing her. Penny Hanare has the credentials to do this. Uh, Julie says, uh, very sad to lose Jacinda Ardern, a remarkable leader. She's skillfully negotiated some serious geopolitical rapids on our behalf. Joanne says, Kia ora, Wallace, I am very disappointed in the way that you shut down Michelle mm. regarding mandate damage. I know many whose careers and lives were damaged, uh, and I wanted to hear her view, sadly, not because of you. I enjoyed you cutting that off. I'll just endorse your reaction there. You know, right. they didn't get a job for a few months and a lot of people's lives were saved. Okay. Um, and well, so on that, it has been the big topic and it continues to be the big topic throughout today. By the way, Checkpoint's doing a special and uh, the announcement, I guess, well, the, the, the vote was cast, what, 1pm Sunday on this. Penny. Yes. About Jacinda, did you see it? Could you see it coming? <gasps> did I see it coming? Oh, hell no. I was doing a rehearsal. We're, I'm doing an Enid Blyton improv in Hamilton Gardens Festival, and we finished our run. I picked up my phone, and I was like agape. And my co-stars were like, what? What is it? What? And I was like genuinely speechless, which is very difficult for me, for, you know, 10 seconds at most, and then said, and we were all utterly shell-shocked. Really, totally didn't see it. Had no. I just thought... Oh, you know, because she's just endured so much. I just had her as potentially someone who so isn't human. In a day said. on, in a day on time to digest the information, how do you feel now? Oh, I just feel really gutted and I feel appalled because I've read a bit more like um, Anushka's, um, Anushka's story about, you know, the Anusha Bradley. Yeah, yeah, the hatred that she's had. And there was that, oh, I can't remember his name. There was a chap on Twitter with a little video that had pictures of so many of the things, particularly all the Hitler stuff and things like that, that just utterly astonished me that that level and that absolute... And the fact that it's the security details said they can't keep her safe, so she can't actually do things. And the one that really got me was the fact that the C word was the most common word attached to her and that Neve was turning up a lot. That one really... I was saying, imagine if your child was, you know, thinking about Wallace Jr. It just... Oh, yeah. Horrendous. Uh, Mark, uh, as a former political editor, how did you view this? Well, I get asked this a lot, as you would as well. You know, people said, oh, did you see it coming? And people used to say to me, oh, she's about to quit and go to a job at the, at the UN. UN. And this is, this is people on the other side of the political spectrum to um, the Prime Minister. Um, but um, I, the vitriol, though, I have seen coming for, you know, a long time. In fact, that's what I've been thinking about, which we'll get into shortly. But no, I, so I wasn't expecting it because I thought they depended on her so much if they thought they had a chance of getting back in, that it just wasn't an option. But I think, in looking at it, I think she's done the right thing for herself. Mm. Um, she did serve the country, irrespective of your politics, she served the country well during crises. But the level, I haven't seen the level of hatred and vitriol. Muldoon would be the closest Wallace I can think of, you know, and, and people had that real, you know, just such a deep-seated sort of antipathy towards them. But this is just another level. And it is, a lot of it is, sexism um, mm -hmm. and ageism, you know? Let's yeah. just call it out for what it is. I mean, she wasn't the perfect Prime Minister, but, you know, but the stuff that, that, that people are hating on her for is not the stuff that, you know, criticise anyone for not doing their job well or, or that sort of thing, but all this other stuff, it's just, who would want to do it? Okay. Uh, yeah, and the fact that she saved lives and has been conflated with Hitler, who killed six million people. Now, yeah. uh, so we discuss uh, the pandemic uh, and how uh, her leadership was just after four. Uh, now, by the way, thank you for your responses uh, on baking with no eggs. Uh, quite a volume sure. there, so we'll come back to that. Thank you for that. Uh, the second biggest response of the week 
was whether uh, ball kids, ball boys or ball girls should work for free at the Australian Open. They received nothing. Mm. Uh, it prompted an uproar. Bar. Ruth Money and Chris Wikaida on the panel said no to payment. The experience is the payment. Uh, Francis says the discussion about paid volunteer ball boys or girls at the Australian Open cuts to the heart of our culture. Is it capitalism above all? Can we not acknowledge an intrinsic reward may have a greater value than money? A world that just acknowledges money and places it above all things is not one I want to see. Another one says, well, Steve says, internships and the like restricted to the privileged. Many cannot afford the cost of getting there. My daughter was offered an internship from a top designer, but they wouldn't pay her ferry fares. I couldn't afford it. Yeah, wow. Because like at Circa Theatre and lots of theatres in the country, they rely on volunteer ushers but they get free tickets to the show. And so that's like this wonderful quid pro quo. Okay, situation. that's the same thing. Yeah, like, but if, these, if they're not getting any travel paid for or, you know, like they get to be there, but them sitting on the sideline is not quite the same as watching a show in a comfortable seat. The but. point was really, I guess, um, should these teenagers work for free at an event? What do you think, Mark? Well, it's a bit, as you know, I volunteer at the SPCA. We don't, we don't get paid, but mm. it relies on volunteers. And for people who love animals, they get a real buzz out of doing it. You know, mm. it's sort of, it's not, not necessarily a chore. This one's a bit different. If you were a tennis mad kid and you wanted to get access and, you know, you couldn't afford to go and you'd get a, you know, you'd become a ball boy and you end up sort of watching the games and hanging out with the players. I don't have an issue with that. Mm. But this, thing that's creeping and, and Penny just mentioned it before, like with the internships, where you're expected to work for free. And it's not just that you're learning something, you're actually contributing and doing things there. But it's just, you know, and they hold these people right, you do this advertising agencies do it as well a lot. You know, you come in and we'll decide after so many months whether, you know, you, you get a gig or not. Mm. And it's that is really usury. And often like in Amdram theatre, the only people that aren't paid are the actors. That's why yeah. I don't do it. They rehearse for like six months and like all of the tech, not all the tech, I know some people that do, and they love it and people that volunteer for it, that's great. They know what they're going into. So I don't actually have a problem with it, but I wouldn't do it because they're the, the and it's so often the actors are supposed to do it for love, which we saw through the whole Hobbit debate with equity. Well, imagine, imagine if I was asked to be the guitar tech for Prince. Mm. I wouldn't go, what's the going rate? I'd go... <laughs> When's the flight? I'm there. Well, I'd be quite impressed when with the time start. travel for a start. <laughs> He's dead. Do, but do yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, well, I mean... The person that should be the guitar tech for Prince should be someone who's paid, who's highly skilled because he's oh, yes. charging far too much for tickets. Okay. Now, um, so that, that uh, thank you for all dead. your responses <laughs> <laughs> this afternoon. I've got a wonderful to- poem I've been meaning to sneak this into by Rachel, uh, A Day at Waiheke Island. If I don't get time today, I will read it uh, sometime uh, next week. And just um, some news that's just come to hand in the last um, 10 minutes. We'll try and get someone on this. Uh, Todd Energy says, uh, liquid CO2 production to restart early next month. It's identified the root cause of safety problems at its Kapuni gas plant. A safety valve was releasing ammonia and the plant is New Zealand's only domestic producer of food grade CO2 and has been shut for nearly a month, which sent gas prices skyrocketing skyrocketing close to 600%. Time for I've Been Thinking, Penny Ashton. Yeah, obviously I've been thinking all about Jacinda and and all this sort of thing going swirling through my head. And also at the moment, I've got a show that's opening in the Court Theatre in two weeks, which is a Jane Austen adaptation of Sense and Sensibility that I wrote. 
And because Jane Austen was denied so much because she was a woman, I decided that I only wanted women in the cast. And so, but then there's been a little bit of like pussyfooting around that. Oh, sorry to use that word. Um, in sort of marketing and stuff like, you know, oh, we don't want to offend. Oh, let's not sort of make men feel erased or anything like that with it. And then when oh, I just look at all this tirades of abuse and misogynistic and gendered abuse and I'm just like, screw it. I'm sick of trying to look out for poor men's feelings at the same time and I'm just going, do you know what? It's bloody great. It's directed by a woman. Six women are in it. It's celebrating a woman who only got published six years before she died because she was denied that as Jane Austen because she was a woman. Jacinda A. Dune. Jane Austen, same initials. That's just a coincidence, but I like that. But anyway, so there we go. I'm just like, I'm sick of worrying about that and I'm just going to shout about women's excellence whenever it is. And I know that it's be surprising that I've you even tried, thought. You tried to do something, you were pummeled. Uh, well, sometimes you can't, you know, like, absolutely. Like, people are like, oh, do we, should we just put a man in just one? No, no. It's got six women, exalting women, <laughs> playing all the parts, right. and it's bloody great. Kia ora, Penny. Uh, Thank you. Mark Sainsbury, I've been thinking. Yeah, this is the vitriol thing, and I've seen this coming for quite some time. And I was I was doing a speech down in Christchurch. I won't say where it was, but it was to a group, you know, group of people. I suspected they were fairly conservative, and I did it on prime ministers I'd known and character and leadership and that sort of thing. Anyway, we got to the end. I'm standing outside by the door, and this lovely woman comes out, and she looked like your favourite auntie. You know, that, that auntie you wanted to go and stay with in the holidays because your own parents were too mean. And she must have been in her 80s and had, the, you know, the, the, perm, the blue rinse and the pearls and the whole bit. And as she stopped, as she was going out, she said to me, that Jacinta is just ruining the country. And I said, how's that? And she said, well, no one wants to come here. No one wants to stay here. She's just a C dot 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 T. Wow. I just about fell over. This, I mean, she just looked. This, she just looked so lovely and kind, and I thought that word coming out of her mouth. I must say, at the very same time that happened, like a lightning bolt, her feet went out from underneath her, and she fell flat on the ground. <laughs> and her husband came through the door. I mean, it was the whole thing was. I'm thinking, am I imagining this? Am I having some sort of episode? You know. But I thought, where have we come to? If if when I just presume, just because people look kindly doesn't mean they are, of course. But this yeah. this, this beautiful, kindly. Older person, just to suddenly for that word to come out of her mouth, I thought, "Where have we got?" How to? do we get? How mm. do we? Uh, let's 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 try this. How do we get back to civil discourse? Mm, I don't know. Briefly, One thing, Jeannie's oh. out. Jeannie's yeah. out of the bottle. Do you think? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you con- It's the same thing. How do we contain social media, Wallace? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's been a bit, bit of a wake up call for me because I would have been known to use some language around the opposition in the past, particularly you know like things like Jerry Brownlee, things like that that are about their appearance. And I am just really going to clamp down on everything that I do to make sure it's playing yeah. the ball and not the person. You're on the panel, RNZ National, a Penny Ashton, Mark Sainsbury with me. Lovely to have your company. Power Ballad Friday. Good. <laughs>